Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, go ahead, Mom. Hello, everybody. We're back again with Mama Spice and Little Spice. Yeah, Little Spice. That's me, I guess. Um, thank you guys for joining us back. Yes, episode two with um, this new year. So what do you got for us today, Mama Spice? Thank you guys all for the um, kind. encouragement and kindness and kind words. And it's already been almost a week. That's crazy. This it's, week yeah. flew by. Yeah, so, and we have, if you can hear Aero De Niro in the background, we have no babysitter today. My mom is my normal babysitter. My dad's out cutting wood. Victor's at barber school. And we're trying to stay on a very permanent schedule with this podcast because that's the only way that it gets to you guys by Monday morning is if we keep our schedule of recording on Fridays. So um, we're doing it with or with a babysitter, without a babysitter, right? So, yep, we have them right by my feet, I'm rocking them a little bit while we're talking. So yeah, so yeah, we might have to cut in and out a couple times, but hopefully not. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's start with let's start on your updates for the new year. Okay. Well, we might be going poop. <laughs> um, the new year for me, I started doing everything in the Weight Watchers app. Only lasted with the app maybe two days. Started journaling every night. I think that lasted four days. I need to get back on it, but as far as eating better, I'm definitely eating better. I'm eating smaller portions and I'm eating healthier fats. Um, I've only worked out day one, so I'm not doing great over here. That's for sure. But I feel, ooh, I feel really good. Um, I feel better. I feel healthier because I'm making better choices, but not necessarily like writing them all down. And doing everything exactly. I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself at the beginning of the year. But uh, yeah, that's how I'm doing. But I haven't stepped on the scale. Honey, you okay? You good? Does anyone else's baby, that was a real cough. But um, he, if he doesn't have my attention, he's so smart. He sticks out his tongue and goes, (laughs) and then smiles at me. Because he knows the second he makes a coughing noise or anything like that, I'm super worried. It's so cute. Um, okay. But yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with my stuff. Oh, and yeah, I haven't weighed myself before. I didn't weigh myself now because it's not necessarily for me about weight. It's kind of how my clothes fit, how I'm feeling. Uh, and I'm heading in the right direction. That's for sure. I'm still heading towards, you know, being healthier. What about you, mom? 
Um, my update was is I was going to start Monday. I did get on the scale Monday morning, so I'm proud of myself for that. Yeah, it's good. And I haven't been on the scale since. Today is Friday. We're, or we're doing this on Friday. I have not joined the Weight Watchers app because I went on to do it, and my credit card expired, so I have to put in the new information. And Which is... Very easy to do. No, I was going to say, I was pretending we'd give away your credit card information, oh. but we're not. No, but it is. So <laughs> when I get off here, that's what I'm going to do so that I can put plug everything in there. I haven't officially started, started, but I'm over here with Nicole a lot and she's not eating hardly anything. So I'm eating stuff. I'm eating healthier though. But not like we usually eat. Oh yeah. No, we were so... We're ordering stuff and our we let's go so pick bad. up stuff. So... I have been eating a lot less because yeah. of that. So we've been doing no takeout. We, we well, we did Chinese one day. Yes, we did. Okay, there, mom. Just threw us under the bus. We did do Chinese. We actually went to China. Let's talk about that for a minute. We went to China King, which are, is our favorite restaurant around here. Well, we also love China Lee and Sandusky. They're both amazing. Um, but we have not eaten inside China King in what a year, two years, maybe three. It's been about three for me. We get takeout all the time. Don't get us wrong, but um, being we went inside the restaurant. Me, my mom, Victor, my dad, and Arrow for the first time went to China King, and it was a good experience. We yeah, were, I, I said I wanted to. We always get takeout, which is easy because then we always have leftovers, so it's easy to eat Chinese at home because it yeah. stays really warm in the containers they give you. So it's the perfect food to actually take home and eat. But I'm like, I've said I want to get served the soup and the egg, roll. egg rolls and like in the different three tiers that you get your food. So I was excited to go. And then Victor got the buffet. And um, sorry, Vic, I just threw you under the bus there. But no, he, he barely ate anything. I was like, my dad looked at him like, I knew what my dad was thinking. I was like, my dad goes, oh, okay, Vic, that's like, you only got like two plates and really only ate one. And I was like, basically, Vicky's telling you, you didn't eat your money's worth and he's paying. So you, <laughs> that's that's what I'm taking it as. And then Vic's like, oh, I'm full. But uh, yeah, anyways. All right. Um, but, and then update on the decluttering. Um, I've only cleaned out two drawers this week, but I did clean out two. So something good. wasn't done every day. So I did do two. And the update on the face cleaning. How are you doing there? Or on skincare. I'm doing good on skincare. The only thing with the skincare is for, I think I've done it. I've done it every single day, but I get a little bit paranoid when Arrow grabs my face at night. So I just got to be really careful because I'll have like some serums on it and stuff. And so I kind of just, he's to the stage where he wants to grab like my cheeks, my nose, and it's really cute until I have, you know, skincare on there that could maybe irritate his sensitive skin. But I've been keeping up with that. I want to do it morning and night. I at least do it once a day. But I did notice that uh, I do have a gigantic boil breakout on my jawline. And I think there is such thing as doing too much skincare. I know some people say there isn't. Um, A girl I follow, Kathleen Jennings, she does skincare masks every morning. She does eye masks every morning. She does, she's like, has the best skin I've ever seen. And anyways, I strive to be like her, but she, I tried to do that and I get breakouts. So I do have to kind of listen to my skin. I can't overdo it. So I think once a day is better for me than twice a day. I think it can be a little too much, but also I think when you do start skincare, man, I'm getting out of breath, but when you do start skincare, 
it does bring a lot of stuff to the surface so you do break out because I know that when I was getting professional facials and all that I would break out horribly like the four days after um so but besides that I feel like my skin has been tremendously better since it was really great during pregnancy um it started to get a little bit kind of breakouts after pregnancy but now I feel like it's doing pretty good again. So uh, having a baby was good for my skin, for sure. Because remember when I had all those breakouts along both jawline? Oh, yeah. I think your I think your face looks really good. I, that's why I asked you and brought it up, because when you put makeup on the other day, for, I was like, oh, my gosh, your face looks so good. Because it looked like glowy. It's so shiny maybe. and glowy. Yeah. It just that's what really, it does really help with that. So... Yes, and um, and I definitely appreciate the few people who did the um checks on me, like the holding me accountable. Oh, did and they? Add, yeah, a couple. I seen on weird spots, like they would uh, say, "I don't know where to comment on this," but how's you know? I want she wants accountability. I appreciate that. I'm I need that. I think that's what I'm lacking right now. And actually, I was going to tell you about I got Nicole a Chris, uh, coat for Christmas and she really likes it and it's comfortable. So I ordered myself the same jacket in red. It came a couple days ago and it doesn't like zip up. So I was going to send it back. And then I realized it has side zips that zip in, on both sides to make it looser. So actually if I unzip those, you know, bring up a little bit, it zips up. So my goal... That's going to be one of my checkpoints is each week to put yeah. on my winter coat and see like the zippers, how they work. So I'm going to have to enclose a picture this week on the podcast so you can see how my coat is now. And then we can check out how my coat is in a week or two weeks. And Yeah. I, my mom is really good with, um, if she gets started, then she loses a lot really quick. I mean, I guess it used to be a lot I guess it used to be quicker. I think as you get older, it gets harder. That's just how it is. That's in my experience. I'm only 29 and I could drop five pounds in a couple days if I changed my eating habits. And now I think I did when I was breastfeeding, I did like the Weight Watchers breastfeeding and I did it for maybe a month and I did not move one pound on the scale. So I got really just like upset and I stopped, but I realized like with breastfeeding, you, some people told me, oh yeah, just breastfeed, the weight will fall off. For me, it's total opposite. I'm always hungry. I feel like I hold on to a lot of fat because as like a mother, you are trying to store this nutrients and fats for your baby. And I think that's just like our natural mechanism on how our body works. And I talked to a couple of my friends and they're like the exact same way. They said that they actually didn't, they gained more weight when they were breastfeeding than when they did when they were pregnant. So we just have to be patient with our bodies if you're a new mother and you're breastfeeding too. And um, I also talked to some friends and they said they didn't lose any baby weight until they stopped breastfeeding. But I'm not going to just stop breastfeeding to lose weight because... For one thing, you're what neat because that's the only that's way true. he eats right now. We did try a sippy cup today for the first time. Uh, a lot of people were saying, try a sippy cup. My chiropractor said, try a sippy cup. Uh, maybe that will work because he's almost six months and this sippy cups for four months. He did, my mom handed it to him. He kind of held on to it with like what one hand and it was the liquid. The formula was getting, cause we just use formula at that point. I'm not even pumping breast milk right now because it gets wasted a hundred percent and it's really hard on me to watch it get dumped down the drain. But, um, 
he we tried it and it was kind of flowing out of his mouth but hey it was getting he, there. he liked it yeah, yeah he, he liked to keep putting it the cup in and out so every day if we try that a little bit every day i think it's going to definitely work this episode is brought to you by hello me Hormonal birth control depletes key nutrients in your body, including B vitamins, magnesium, zinc, vitamin C, and probiotics. It can also disrupt your gut health. So Top Up Tonic is formulated specifically for anyone using birth control or experiencing PMS. Just one small pill a day gets up your energy, your mood, your skin, and your metabolism, and it gets it back to where they should be. And you can try Top Up Tonic with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can see improvement in energy, for example, in as little as one week and other benefits, you know, over three months. So if you're ready to get back living life on top right now, our podcast listeners will receive 25% off top up tonic. When you go to hello.me slash Coco and use promo codes, Coco C O C O that's H E L L O dot M E slash C O C O and use promo code Coco today. Redefine what it means to be hormonal. And then talking about like the dieting and like it being easier as you get older, it, the hardest part for me... No, she, harder when you get older to lose weight, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, the hardest part for me though is to get started. It's If mm. I'm seven days in and nothing disrupts it like big, then I'm golden. Um, you know, that's, that's like... Fit, uh, it was about 10 to 15 years ago. I don't remember. It was for my sister's wedding and um, I needed to lose weight because... I did not like the way the dress looked on me. And I got the dress kind of early. And before the wedding, I had lost in like four months, which was kind of bad like that. But like 40 pounds, I had to get the dress altered twice. And again, on the day of the wedding. And it's kind of funny what the dress like looked like because it got pinned and cut. Like the breast part wasn't in the right spot and everything when I still look at these pictures. But I looked skinnier, so I really... Well, you so, looked good. You looked healthy, and I think you felt really good, too. I did feel really good. You worked really hard to get there, I felt like. But then I got comfortable again. So, yeah. So it's easy It's easy if you get off your habits to... Um, if you don't keep your good habits flowing to get right back well, on. Well, what I wanted to say, too, is it's easier if you have somebody with you. You know, you have to have... Uh, if me and my mom are doing it together and I know I'm messing up, I'm like, God, I feel like I'm going to mess my mom up. I can't. I remember when she was doing really good before we got COVID a couple months ago, I was like sneaking food and I never told her like fast food and stuff because I was like, God, if I tell her, I feel like she's going to do bad. So then, then with Victor, Victor tried to already influence me. I started the day I started was no uh, January 1st and he already texted me that day and was like, Hey, I want to pick us up Chinese. And I said, no. He's like, good job. Way to stick to your guns. And then he was like, well, I want pizza. Anyways, just, it's really good to have maybe more than one person that's doing it with you, holding you accountable. You could have, I mean, me and my mom started a group with my friend Mariah. That didn't last very long either. It's just, I don't know. You just got to really want to do it. And right now my mindset is totally towards getting healthier. And I think it comes with, you just, you have to be ready. You know, nobody can force you to do it. You have to want it yourself. And that's really all that there is to it. And and now we're going to talk about, um, like, yeah, I, a lot of people said that the listeners said that they're in their fifties too. So I was just wondering how it is like menopause and all that. I thought I was going through menopause and, um, 
I went asked my doctor and she did the blood work and she said no. So I don't but she said if oh, you're Oh, I didn't know that. So you can tell through blood work if you're going through menopause? Well, yeah, but have- not but not premenopause. Like so oh. she basically she said I showed no signs of so going So you can still get pregnant. I don't know. She didn't, that's I didn't what ask, that means. Oh, well, I don't know. I didn't know that that's what it meant. But she said I'm not in, <laughs> my blood work shows no signs of menopause. That was already last, that was like the last time I got my blood work. That yeah. was just recently then? Or is that a year ago? Or is that Almost just a couple a year. Months? Almost a year oh, ago. Oh, so you could be in it. Because you're not having regular menstrual cycles now, are you? Not regular, but she said that that can happen for quite a few years before menopause. So anyways, I'm not in menopause, but... And so like a lot of my friends that are in menopause, some are younger than me and some are my age and some are older. They say they have a lot of night sweats, but I do have sleeping trouble. So that's why I was wondering, like, um, I get hot, but not no sweat. It's just hot. Like um, the blankets, I don't want blankets on me or anything touching my skin. And this is, and this has just been happening hmm, for like the last year. And it's, I get, this is where my funny Dave story comes from. We have a queen size bed, and he likes to always be touching. Well, we both always slept like this, but it's harder for me now because I get hot. He likes to be touched. We both face the same way, anyways, like spoon. And so he'll wake me up, like he'll tap my shoulder in the night, and he'll say, Okay, your turn to turn around and hang on to me. And then he'll, an hour later, if he wants to move, he'll tap me and he'll say, okay, roll over, my turn to hang on to you. So this is like getting really hard, like in the, um, when I'm getting hot. So I've been sneaking out of the room, like, and going into the twin size bed that was in the nursery. And he literally follows me there. It's just so cute. That is cute. But he's just like, well, I can't sleep if you're not in there. I went to go get you and you're not in there. So he's, I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny. But he just likes to make sure that you're touching. So you're new. You're based, So you're new to menopause. You're not really technically going through it through your per your blood work. But you kind of. So what is it like? What What do you feel? What else? So you get night sweats. Do you get hot flashes during the day? No, I don't. No, I don't really get any. Just like my, nighttime. My, yeah, and just not knowing when. I my, think that you. I think also you have trouble sleeping is because you look at your phone before you go to bed. Did you know that's a thing? No, is it? Yeah. Yes, a, I do have trouble sleeping. That's new and in the last year, the trouble sleeping. watch TV before bed. So Victor made us start this new thing where the bed is for sleeping, and before, I got really annoyed by it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want – I want to be able to watch TV. That's when I wind down. That's the only time I get to myself all day is when Arrow's sleeping. So it's like 11, 12 o'clock at night. And I'm watching uh, In Just Like That, which is the second series of Sex in the City. And so stuff like that. I'll just like watch basically whatever is trending or new because I don't know. I just I just go on Netflix or HBO and just see what, what to click on. And anyways, he's like, you can't do that anymore. And I'm like, oh, why? And he's like, because like it's not, you know, it's keeping me up. And then I think it's making Arrow not sleep good in his bassinet and... I'm like, all right, fine. So then the last couple nights I stopped and I feel like I get a lot better sleep. And so I think there's, I should do this new rule where maybe phones down at like eight besides me and my mom are such worriers that we could never silence our phone while we're sleeping. We could never, cause we would be so paranoid that there would be an emergency. So I got to kind of figure that out. But I know like I was up on my phone working late last night 
And I know it's not good for my eyes, but I also know it's not good for my sleep. And I know that's why you're not getting sleep because this, I'll text my mom even at three in the morning when I had arrow, I would text her and just say like an update or I'm up now or cause you just kind of feel like you want to like tell somebody and, or maybe he had a fever or something and she would always respond like when she got up to go to the bathroom and then I realized, well, I'm not helping the problem. I'm like contributing by making her worried. So basically, unless there's an, <laughs> it's weird that we would text throughout the night at like three in the morning. That's really weird. Yeah. We, yeah, we do. <laughs> we and I just... do. And I look at my phone every time I get up because it's like once I don't wake up because I have to go to the bathroom, but once I'm wake awake right. at all, or if it's even Dave waking me up and wanting me to roll over, then I have to go to the bathroom. So then I got, I have a bad habit of getting up like three times in the night to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the thing is he gets up at like, he sets his alarm for three o'clock, especially in the winter because he has to check, he plows the snow for the village. So he has to be up and, um, so he likes to go up to bed by 7.30, he goes into bed and he tries to go to sleep by 8. Well, when he goes up, he's always, honey, you coming? So that's my only yeah. time, downtime, to check my phone and to go through everything and to watch TV because we don't turn on the TV during... He turns it on at news at 6, but besides that, the TV isn't turned on. So that's my only chance to actually do stuff. So that's why I do it. That's Yeah, it makes sense. It really makes sense, but then maybe what... Are you okay, sweetie? Maybe he has to let me stay downstairs for yeah. a couple hours. And then once you go up there, it's just kind of like, okay, lights out. You got to train yourself to sleep. When I was in college, I would always study in my bed too, and that really interfered with my sleeping pattern. Like I read a lot about it because you're only, I mean, at my old house, Victor and I would, I never snacked in my bed growing up. That was never, ever, ever a thing. Once I married Victor, I kind of, and I never watched TV like I do now because Victor was a big TV watcher. He still is. And he always snacked. He would, I think his family, he grew up like, uh, he said eating meals like with the TV on. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. But now I feel like four years of being with him, I think that it's totally normal. And he would bring snacks to the bed and I started doing that habit too. And now he's telling me in the new house, you can't do that. I'm like, well, you're the one that freaking started it. You're the one that taught me these habits. So I haven't been doing that, which is also better for, you know, trying to stay healthy and all that. But I, I think that there's a lot of, uh, but I would eat in bed is what I'm saying and, and do all these things. And then you're just, your brain's confused. And, so. and we did not ever eat in bed. Never, never. Okay. We never ate with the TV on either. We yeah, ate at we the hardly, dinner table. And we hardly watch TV. Yeah, that's... So you just, you learn, and I mean, I ate a lot healthier before Victor was in my life, which is crazy too, because he's like a fitness guru, right? And he works out a lot, but he works off his snacks, his candy, his chips, where I'm not a big, I like to like play sports and stuff, but I don't like to go to the gym or even like bike or treadmill. It's like just not really something that I like love to do. And so I don't work it off like he does. So I can't, I see him do it and I'm like, oh, he gets away with it. And I'm like, I can get away with it. And now I love chips. I love candy. I have creamer in my coffee. I used to drink my coffee black before him. You just, you become the people that you spend the most time around. So I have to freaking get back to standing my ground. And, and do you know that I never even like allowed myself in high school to have 
like I worked at Subway, for example, I would only allow myself to eat like turkey with mustard. Isn't that weird, Mom? Yeah, that is. And weird. now I eat mayonnaise, and I don't care what's on it. And then I would, even when you took me through McDonald's, I'd get like, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I'd get like a snack wrap grilled. And now I'm like, dude, I'll take. I, I just try to uh, stuff for the first time that I've never tried. Like, I'll get a large fry, and I'll get a. Um, Ice cream. I'm like, oh my god, who am I? But I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. Like you didn't. You never told me to eat one way or the other. I just chose that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I cooked. You ate everything I've ever made. Made. We cooked every single day. So yeah, you always. Ate. I love veggies. I I love veggies. I actually love like more than I like fruit, which is a very uncommon thing. But I loved my mom's food. Um, I never like begged her to take me out to eat because I felt like her food was just as good. And I, now I know for sure it's better, but I go out to eat or something out of pure laziness or maybe just the need to get out of the house. Right. Cause we're in this freaking pandemic that we're in and raising a baby in a pandemic is a whole nother level. Uh, it's very difficult. So all moms, you guys and dads, hell yeah, it's hard. And, and that brings me to mom, like kind of comparing what it's like watching me raise a baby. I don't make it look easy by any means. Um, but versus you raising me and Jesse, like how quite a few differences or what? Well, even the part of when he was born and, and I'm sure there's so many of you listeners that probably have the same thing. I mean, you cannot wait to see your grandbaby or your niece, nephew, like somebody you're really close to and you're used to going like... When I had um, my children, my, I had so many visitors in the hospital. It was so exciting. They're like, want to see the baby? They bring you in balloons and flowers. And I couldn't even get in to see my grandbaby. Like that was, that was really hard. Like, yeah. Tell them what you, what you, cause it's okay. So I am very scared the night before I've never had anesthesia. I've never had a spinal. I've never had surgery of any sort, even wisdom teeth surgery. I avoid at all costs. Never anything. So the next day at 8 a.m., I know, I never even shared it publicly, but I know I'm about to be cut open, have a baby, and it's, I'm scared. I'm trying to like not cry and everything. And then my mom can't be there on top of everything. So what was it like for you? Because you weren't allowed in the hospital, so you just sat in the parking lot. Yeah, I got up the same time they did and followed them to the hospital and found out. They, Victor actually was really good about it. He lo- went and found out what room they're in, and he told me where to park. So I went and parked in front of that window, and he waved out, and they waved out. And But it was scary. It was really scary, like thinking about it, but I wanted to be there just in case, you know, anything so I could get in if I needed to, because uh, I was, if something was wrong, I was going in. And um, it was so fast. Like it was so crazy how relaxing it was not bad at all. Because right when, she, right when I knew when Victor texted me, they're taking her or we're going in right now. They're just prepping her or whatever. The gas station from the hospital is literally two blocks down. I went and got a refill of coffee and filled my car with gas so that I knew I could, I just hit, by the time I came back and that's all I did was do that. I think I sat five minutes and Victor told me it was all done already. I was just like, you are kidding. He's like, everything went great. Then I just still sat in the car and I just relaxed and relaxed. And it wasn't, I don't, it seemed like it was so quick, like an hour or so. 
and he already was holding the baby up to the window. And then I went home and I was fine. Even with not, like the visit, everybody's like, isn't it so hard because she's got to stay in there two days um, and you can't see the baby. And I said, at that point, it was like, no, I'm, I can wait until she comes home. I'm just so happy everything went well. The baby's healthy. She's healthy, mm-hmm. you know, because I was stressed. I knew she was stressed. And so well, I went home hosp- and I was fine then. And with the hospital that we were at, it was a small, it's a small hospital. So there's no NICU for my baby. And there's really no ICU for me or anything. So that was like the biggest fear of, oh my gosh, what if something happens to me and then I have to get separated from my, or, well, first it's the baby, right? Something happens to the baby, but then I'm like, what if I'm stuck in a different hospital than my baby, you know, like somehow. And then once I knew the baby was fine and then it was just me kind of recovering, but I was so afraid that... Arrow would essentially be have to be taken away, and then Victor would have to. He's like, I'm like, you go to the baby. If something happens, wherever the baby is, just go. And then, you know, then my mom would be. Who knows? It was just all all that stuff goes through your head because you're just like really, really worried. And uh, but everything went perfect. But you can't always. I mean, I was trying to do positive thoughts, but you can't. You got to kind of prepare for talk about things. And I was really, really happy that Victor was in there with her. If I had to choose between me or Victor being in there with her for that, like, of course, he's the dad. But even for Nicole's support, like, I would choose him because I am a warrior. She sees things on my face where Victor is very calming. Mm -hmm. And um, he's very good at, like, relaxing her and Mm -hmm. making her, you know, think the way she needs to think. He's so good at that. So I was very comfortable with Victor being in there. And then as soon as everything was all right, I just wanted them to enjoy their bonding time. I was happy. And like, actually she wanted us, Mm -hmm. her and Victor wanted us to see the baby more like quicker because they actually came in and told her she could have a couple more days in there, Mm -hmm. which I would have been fine with. Victor was going nuts. Victor was like, this is not like, we have to get out of here, Nicole. Like we, I need to get like, and I'm like, okay, I understand. I would stay as long as I possibly could, but I understood. I was kind of going nuts too, because you're just kind of in this room and, and with the pandemic, like Victor can't leave and getting food was difficult. He was eating hospital food and I mean, he just really wanted to go. And then I was, and then I was, uh. I was like, okay, let's, Arrow, honey, it's okay. And I was like, let's, I was excited for my mom and dad to see him. That's for sure. Like, yeah, they came straight to our house then. And she, she still teases me. She goes, you acted like when you came, we got there, you acted like you didn't even want to like, yeah, like he was a stranger. I said, well, he was so little, like it scared me after all that time. Cause now it's so different. She says, I feel like it took you a week or two to warm up and it's just, it was no, it was just that he is so, so, so tiny and it had been forever. And I was, I was like scared. I was, you know, he was just so fragile. It just took me a little yeah, bit to was, get back into the, he was under seven pounds. He was six pounds. Some honey, we're almost done. Are you okay? It's it just hard for me to get back into the grandmother mode. All right. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. I'm holding on to my little butter ball. So hopefully he's content for a little bit. You good? Um, so let's talk about some things that maybe you don't know about uh, my mom or maybe you don't know about me. Me and mom will just kind of put, our, put each other on the spot. 
She's given me a hard time on this podcast about how I have to not be so nervous and so scared and just say yeah. what she's thinking. She's been doing this for four years. This isn't my second week. I told yeah, her no, she has she's to good. give me a break. She's <laughs> good. I just think that we... Um, Mom, how many podcasts have you listened to of anybody? Zero? Maybe like five. Five of mine or... No, maybe two, two of <laughs> yours and three episodes of other ones. I've listened to a couple. Okay. So she's... List- so so we're not big like podcast listener. So that's kind of hypocritical of us, right? So maybe we need to start listening to more podcasts because... Uh, then I know too, kind of how it goes. Cause Victor usually facilitates the conversation. And I told my mom, let's just like have a conversation with each other. Like, that's what we're going to try to do now is just like have a conversation with each other and see how it goes. Right. Yep. You good with that? Okay. So, but now, now I am talking to you guys. Cause I want to tell you some weird things about my mom and she can say some stuff about me. I don't know what I'm going to say yet, but what do you got mom? No, Nicole never wants me to leave her house. She like literally wants me. The first thing when she gets up in the morning, it's a text or a call. What are you doing? What time are you coming no, over? No, you text me good morning. Good. Yeah, just that's if I haven't heard from you, I text you good morning only. Yeah. But she's been she she's been sleeping in. The baby's been sleeping a little bit later, so it like eight, makes yeah. me nervous because before I was at six thirty or six, I was already hearing. If you're up and you want to come over, I'm here, you know. So then when I don't hear anything. Yeah, I do. I never do want her to leave because I, I told, said last night, I wish that they, her and my dad would just move in here. That'd be nice. We Good dinners. We could uh, work together. Like, I don't know. And she's like, we need our own space. I was like, yeah, you can go to your bedroom. Like you do at home. You just sit in your bedroom. <laughs> and you guys already, my mom and dad already have their routine. I told her my dad's routine at, what is he? 52 is going to be the same when he's 92. That he has right now. Like he just, he works really hard all day, watches the news, sits there, might have a beer and then just like goes to bed. I'm like, geez, you know, you guys got to like stay over late, play games. I mean, I'm begging them to play ping pong. They have yet to play ping pong. Eventually you're going to be in a wheelchair and you're going to wish that you played pure ping pong. Uh, we he works hard, so I have, <laughs> I could be up at night and do things, but then it throws my whole schedule Not off. Super or, late. I'm asking till eight o'clock. That's it. On the weekends, we do stay till sometimes till eleven. But that's not really, no. On New Year's Eve, we did. Okay, something weird about my mom is that if she has to go number two, she gets really bad goosebumps. You've done that since I've been really little. I remember in the car since ever, she had gripped the steering wheel and be like, oh my God, I got goosebumps. We got to get home. And she's she's rearing in the big old Suburban and she's trying to get home and... She makes it, but... Well, yeah, because I don't want to go to the bathroom wherever we're at, and then if it comes on, I literally do. Like, I, I will hold it, and then I'll go away, and then all of a sudden, I swear, because it, they know, my body knows I'm driving towards home, so then it's like, oh my goodness, I have to go, and I like have to think of a hundred different things, so that... But, but I feel like this has happened like 300 be, times in my childhood. Well, probably every time I probably had to go somewhere. Probably. Which you did. She did drive me around a lot of places. We went, well, just like bad acts and stuff. We'd go, we'd go places all we the time. We went shopping a lot. We did a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. All right. What's something else about me? Do you think anything? Oh, I, I will say something about motherhood that's really weird is for me, I never had uh, any boobs before at all. And now 
Um, I have boobs and I really, really despise them. Mom, you have big boobs, but... <laughs> and I, I wish I had smaller boobs too. I didn't have boobs either till I had kids, so they oh. never went away. So. And I always thought like before I was, when I had nothing, like nothing at all, I thought that... What What are you doing, mom? Nothing. Why? Were you pointing at something? No, I was picking my finger now. Oh, I thought you were telling me to stop. That, <laughs> that I had none before at all, and I thought, oh, maybe I'd want some. But now that I have some, no. And I, I was just like power walking on the treadmill, and they hurt. So that's just like a side note of thing is like I didn't expect that to change either. Honey, you're okay. You're okay. Okay. You're and okay. here's a funny story of day. Speaking hey. of boobs, this is I, this morning. I plan on actually staying home um, until this afternoon when we had somebody to watch Arrow and we were going to podcast. So I planned on just staying home this morning and doing my own stuff because I've been here all week. And she's calling already, and she's already talked to her dad, and he's going to do wood. So he said I can come over. So she kept asking me when to come over. So I was just in my comfy clothes. So I literally just threw on a sweatshirt and came over, and I did not put a bra on because I was staying at home. And then we're here, and we're in the house, and the doorbell rang over here at Nicole's. And I looked at her, and I said, I'm not going to see who that is. I don't have a bra on. And she's like, I don't have a bra on either. I'm not going to see who that is. I said, you have to. Give me the baby. So I had her um, hand me the baby, and she's, like, grabbing a jacket, and she's going to walk. But it was just a FedEx, and he was already pulling out. But it was hilarious because we were both, like, fighting. So this is something that's also growing up. Ow, Arrow. I'm trying to – now I'm feeding him. But growing up, we – Okay, well, not even just growing up. Like right now, I either, I feel like I'm either ready or I'm not ready. Like there's no really in between where I just like feel like getting semi ready. And I'm trying to get to that phase of where I can get semi ready, where I wake up and I actually get dressed and brush my hair, brush my teeth, and then maybe throw on like a little bit of makeup. But usually it's all or nothing, like pajamas or I'm going somewhere, so I'm going to look like decent. And when some people would just like stop over, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm not prepared for this. My house is not prepared for this and I'm physically not prepared for this. So I do have a question. Like I am am curious with you guys and leave it on our post. If you guys are always prepared for visitors, is this something that I need to do? Like in my adulthood is be prepared for spontaneous visitors I don't know. Yeah, because my mom, if I went over to her house at any given time after she's up, she has all her hair done, her hair curled, her right. makeup on. She is, she is a hundred percent ready. And yeah. I, and she's, I'm old. I'm fifty. I'm you know getting older, and I am not prepared. I don't wear makeup every day of the week. I, but I, not yeah, and like not even. Let's just say like with with even like half the time we're not wearing bras. That's what I'm saying. Like, not even just makeup. Like, we look like like we literally just rolled out of bed. So right now it, we do for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if like I remember, there there's a delivery coming here because I ordered some chairs and stuff, and they just like and they knock on the door, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm not. I have to be prepared, and I'm not. So I think that's something I need to work on. I don't know if this is normal, if if this is normal or not. But I, you know, in all the movies and all the shows, and everyone's got their stuff together every day. 
And when I went to work every day, <laughs> yes, I was, I was ready. So you, I, right. you know, I had to be to work at five in the morning when I was working all the time. Oh, so I was so up and showered and had makeup and had my hair done, and I was ready. But now, since we work the semi retirement mm-hmm. and then working from home, it makes a huge, huge you know difference. So I feel yeah. like we're on weekend mode all week long, and yeah, it is something that. Well, we're working our butts off, but we're just not physically ready. If we had to go into work and do what we had to do, yeah, we'd be ready. So that makes sense. So yeah, if you have a job that you go into, but a lot of you might be able to work from home now because of the pandemic. So that's really interesting. And then like with the Zoom calls, people get ready from like waist up and then wear like sweatpants and stuff, which is super relatable. But gosh, I just, I'm almost 30 years old. I got to... I mean, my eventually Arrow's going to have his friends coming over. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And, and I don't, I haven't, um, I do not go, I probably, besides coming to my children's homes, I probably do not go into store. I only go into stores or something or pick up grocery orders or run to appointments one to two days a week. So then, yes, I get ready before I do that, but I'm not leaving my house a lot. So I think it makes a big difference. Like if you're not leaving your house and you're already comfortable, why change that? But I should be prepared or else not be ready to be embarrassed if somebody does knock on the door. Oh, shoot. I have one more thing to say and then we'll wrap up. Is It's okay, sweetie. Uh, is that the other thing too? Oh goodness. Um, the other thing is, is that I think, so what I kind of do is I try to force myself to get dressed, even when I don't want to, like this morning, I was going to try to force myself to get dressed, but I didn't because then I have more productive day. That's how in my mindset it works. If I, if I feel like I got ready, then I'll get more done. So that's, uh, that's something I'm trying to do. But, uh, yeah, I just, even just throwing on a pair of jeans and a sweatshirt, it's a lot better than this shirt that says, man, this man, buy this man a beer. His wedding is near. That's literally the shirt I have on right now. <laughs> and, and if, and if Nicole gave me more time besides to just drink my coffee before she's asking me to come over, I'd have a little bit more time well, you could get, just, Mom, you could just spend the night. She, she just wants me to get up at four in the morning and no, get ready. You could just, you could just spend the night here and then you'd already be here. And I think that you should two or three days a week. Who thinks that my mom should spend the night here? Cause then we could do some Instagram lives at night. We can do Amazon lives. We can, you know, it'd, it'd be awesome. My husband would not go for that at all. Yeah, but dad can stay too. Dad likes to be home. Uh, A man in his castle, right? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, this week. And we hope to see you guys next week. I, I think that's about it. Right, yep. mom? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.